What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into another TFA video. I'm Robbie Jeffries, and today I'm going over seven tips to help you win your fantasy leagues at the draft and bring those fantasy championships home. Tip number one, know your league settings. And this is super important because you have to know how to value different types of players at similar positions. Let's start off with an example. So non-PPR, half-PPR, PPR, these are all settings that award a certain amount of points per reception. So a running back like J.D. McKissick, who catches a lot more passes out of the backfield, uh, he'd get a lot more value in a PPR draft setting as opposed to non-PPR. On the flip side, uh, Nick Chubb is a back who doesn't gain a lot of receptions, so he's going to be valued a lot higher in a non-PPR setting because he's not a player that's going to get 50 points uh, off of his receptions in a PPR setting or even 25 points off of 50 receptions in a half PPR setting. So that's one example. Another one is your points per passing TD. In four-point per passing TDs, leagues, quarterbacks like Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts, Cam Newton, those guys are going to garner a lot more value in those type of leagues because they balance uh, with a lot of their rushing ability. Um, On the flip side, in six-point per passing TDs, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, those guys are going to be having higher passing TD totals, and so you need to keep your eye on them more in the six-point per passing touchdown leagues. Uh, Other common examples are start three wide receivers versus starting just two and having some flexes. Is it a super flex league? Do you get points per rush? You know, are there big play bonuses? Basically, the the point is you have to know your league and the settings that are in them to help know exactly where to value certain players because they're going to change based on the settings for your specific league. Tip number two, do your homework, do mock drafts. I cannot stress this enough. You do not want to be the kid that just shows up to school. The homework isn't done. You're in first period trying to copy hastily off your buddy's paper. No, you got to come in, prepare for that draft, shoulders back, chest out, head held high, and you're ready to go because you did the mock drafts. So make sure you do your mock drafts from your draft slot and on the site that your league is using. This is really important because the site that your league is using for their draft, it's going to have different ADP 
than other leagues. And so you want to make sure that you are using the ADP that most other people on your site are going off of, because that's normally where these players will start to come off the board is based on the mock ADP data that you do ahead of time. Tip number three, have some form of tiered rankings that you're following on draft night. So tiered rankings not only show how a player is ranked next to everybody else, but it also shows the, the drop-off from one group of players to the next cluster. And what do I mean by this? Let's jump into an example. So I have my tier two running backs, and that is Saquon Barkley, Jonathan Taylor, Aaron Jones, Joe Mixon, Antonio Gibson. That makes up my second tier of running backs, six through 10. So instead of you just seeing that Saquon is ranked sixth and Antonio Gibson is ranked 10th, you see all those guys in a tier all together. That means I view these players really similarly and their, their value is pretty close that I might wait for the last guy available. So I get him at the best value, maybe a round later than I would have for the top guy in that tier. Uh, for an example, let's say you're the 109 pick. That means you have the 109 as well as the 204 coming back to you in the second round. So let's take all five of those running backs that I just listed. Let's say they're all on the board still at the 109 position, but you also have Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams in the same tier for wide receiver. But let's say Tyreek Hill's been taken. So now you just have Devontae Adams left in one tier and you have all five of those running backs left in another tier. What I would do is I'd take Devontae Adams at the 109 because I'm thinking that one of those five running backs are going to make it back around at my 204 pick. And if I can get one at a better value at the 204 and I view them all pretty similarly, that's how you create value. And that's how you become an absolute game changer in your drafts because you're not just looking at a running back six versus a running back 10. You're viewing them as a cluster with similar value. Tip number four, beware of the running back dead zone. This term has become really popular since fantasy analyst Ben Gretsch used it a few seasons ago. And it's basically around four through five. It can change each season, but it's basically the spooky graveyard of old running backs who just have a ton of question marks that people draft just because they know their name. For example, last year, Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, Mark Ingram, those are three backs where they were older, they had some question marks, but people took them because they knew what they've done for them in the past. No, my advice, out with the old, in with the new, it's a new year and you need to have new fresh running backs in your mid to, to late rounds, kind of the middle rounds, honestly, of your fantasy drafts. These younger backs normally are in a time a timeshare, but once they are able to take hold of that fantasy backfield, they take longer to pop, but once they do, they can be absolute league winners. So for example, Jonathan Taylor last year, DeAndre Swift, Antonio Gibson even farther down, Cam Akers, J.K. Dobbins, all these guys were rookie backs uh, that ended up popping and doing really well for teams and leading them to fantasy championships because they took over their backfields by the end of the season, by midway through the season in most of those cases. 2019, the example would have been Miles Sanders, split in time early, then taking over that backfield, and then Nick Chubb in 2018. This year, backs like Josh Jacobs, Miles Gaskins, and Kareem Hunt are not guys you want for a fourth or fifth round draft price. They're just guys that have too many question marks. So instead, who should you go for in 2021? Javante Williams is going in the fifth, sometimes early sixth round. You can get Trey Sermon, Michael Carter in the seventh and eighth. Those are guys that you want to make sure you have your eye on and you target at least one of them. And they're your best way to navigate around this spooky graveyard that is the running back dead zone.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tip number five, do not, and I repeat, do not draft the handcuff to your stud running backs. Handcuffing is a common strategy that's really been promoted for years. I still hear this a ton on these big brand redraft sites. They say, protect your assets. You have to prepare for if your workhorse goes down. No, you absolutely do not have to do that. And honestly, a shout out to Corey Spala from our own fantasy authority who did an article and research on this exact topic. There's a link to that article in the description. So make sure you check out his good work and a spoiler alert to that article, handcuffing doesn't work. Let's take the most recent example of Mike Davis. He will be a popular handcuff that a lot of people say worked in recent memory, but did he really? So CMC averaged 30.6 points per game before he went down for the entire year. And what did Mike Davis come in and do? He had 13.8 points per game. So he had less than half of what that stud was averaging. It's it's honestly respectable, but it does not nearly make up for what CMC provides you with that first overall pick that you had to spend on him. What about Saquon Barkley? That's another situation last year. Once he went down, his handcuff was basically Wayne Gallman, and he averaged only 9.1 points per game. And he was also splitting time with Alfred Morris and Deion Lewis. So trying to back up these guys really didn't work uh, in 2020, even in the most popular example of Mike Davis. Essentially, if your star running back goes down, you're fighting an uphill battle anyways. So instead of trying to mitigate your risk, you need to be raising your team's ceiling to the highest potential that it can be by drafting other people's backup running backs. So let's say you have Ezekiel Elliott already on your team. You should look at and a guy like Alexander Madison instead of Tony Pollard. If you drafted, say, Aaron Jones, you should look at snagging Latavius Murray over a guy like A.J. Dillon. You're now swinging for the fences because not only does your opponent's roster get worse if the starter is to go down, but you are set to gain by having their backup and maximizing your value. So handcuffing only lowers that ceiling because you're basically saying, my, when my team gets worse because my starter goes down, I'm only going to get a certain percentage of those points back. And, and that's just not the way to maximize your absolute ceiling in these fancy drafts. So do not draft your own running backs handcuff. Tip number six, take advantage of that injury dip. When a player's ADP dips, then you dip, then I dip, then we dip. Wait, no, 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 just kidding. That's 90s hip hop. What I meant to say was when a player's ADP goes down due to an injury in the previous season, you got to take advantage of that drop. And for me, in 2021, some of the guys that come to mind, Dak Prescott, Austin Eckler, Joe Mixon, Chris Godwin, and Cortland Sutton, that's just a few uh, that I could name. And, and basically, recency bias has pushed a lot of these guys down. So you're actually getting them at a better value than you would have had they not gotten injured the previous season. And so this is where you strike and get the best value for great players that you're getting at a premium because of the injury that hit them in the previous season. Tip number seven get your guy in the later round. Don't be afraid once we get to the later rounds to go and get your guy. You can follow ADP in the early rounds. Uh, taking value is super important, uh, but once you get towards the end of your draft, I'd say rounds 11 and on, you need to just have a list of guys that you want to target and go and get them. 
early uh, ADP in those later rounds really varies from site to site. A guy could be a lot higher on one site compared to another. So you need to employ the hashtag get your guy mentality. And from rounds 11 and on, just go after guys that you have on your list that you want on your team. So that's it. That's all I have for you. Those were seven fantasy tips to help you dominate fantasy drafts this season and bring home championships. For a quick recap, one, know your league settings. Two, do mock drafts to prepare. Three, have a tiered ranking system that you can follow on draft night. Four, beware of the running back dead zone. Five, do not handcuff your star running backs. Six, take advantage of the injury dip. Seven, get your guy in rounds 11 and later. Thanks for watching, everybody. Drop a comment with any additional tips that you have for people in the community. Make sure you give this video a thumbs up and click the subscribe button so you can get all the rest of our future content. See ya. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.